You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the overtime. We didn't think we were going to do an overtime, and then the weather said, here, here's a window in which you can do the overtime. Hooray. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Cole Carmody, Ryan Gills, Gilbert is not with us because he's serving delicious tacos at one of our sponsors, Taco Lucha and So Long Saloon. Make sure you check those guys out. Oh, I love them both so much. Why don't you just ask the first question, Cole, since that's what it's about? It is. Hold on. Hold on. Don't. Don't. No. No. We got to get some better setup here for the whole shebang that we're doing. I am so overdue for a night at Taco Lucha, it aches. It aches deep inside my soul. I I need to find a night uh, when Gilbert isn't working so I can get some good service and uh, go down there and just hang out. And now that all the students are gone, the townies are out, so you know it might be a little bit harder to get I got the news for you. I, I got news for you. The townies are more annoying than the students. It's like, uh, hey, the students are gone. Let's be obnoxious. Shut up. It's funny how the roles are reversed. It's like the students are the parents who leave to go on vacation, and the townies all like cause trouble. There better not be a line at Shot Stop all summer. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there probably will be. Those 30-year-old moms sneaking out. Thank you, Daphne. 30-year-old moms? Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty specific, isn't it? Sneaking out for some shots. I just don't like how that's my age. (laughs) (laughs) What are are you barking at, girl? Oh, but stop on in there. I I was trying to look up uh, specials. Uh, Guys, you're not updating your specials nearly enough. If you follow their Instagram page, they update it pretty much every day. Well, they're not using their Twitter. Okay, let's let's look it up here, folks. Uh, First of all, how were the questions, Zach? Were they decent? I think they're good. You guys need to start asking more questions, though, because we're kind of running dry. Yeah, that's just embarrassing. Don't run dry. So long special today is, is this it? Is this it 15 minutes ago? Uh, happy Friday. 
It doesn't say what it is. Oh, here it is. A chicken parm sammy, which is, uh, by the way, uh, French for sandwich. Sammy. Sammy. Let's let's look at Taco Lucha in case you want to stop in and say hi. Well, you got to keep in mind, we're recording. This is like two days late. On Friday. So when you show up, this won't be the special. I'm just giving you a nice sample of what the special could be if you went to visit. God, dang it. I can't spell taco. Uh, taco Lucha. Let's see. Today. Oops. I just. Would you like me to read it? I can't. No, I'm getting podcasting there. right I, now. I'm... Stop. <laughs> Quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't. What is that? It's a giant bell pepper. What is that? Stuffed bell pepper platter? What is this madness? That actually looks kind of interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. They went all chefy. Anyway, stop it. Go do that whenever you're in town. Uh, cool. Um, this is the point of the show when we really crank up the heat, really turn up the volume on this Friday. I don't know how much stuff will be in this podcast. Zach and I have a wedding to attend. Um, you going down tonight still? No. I was no. Well, I was on, actually, I was never really ended up going to go Friday because I didn't book a hotel. I couldn't cancel tomorrow, so I couldn't use yours. And then golf got canceled, and I'm like, well, I feel good about not booking a hotel. So, yeah. yeah uh, Becky and I are going to go down tonight. We're not going to do anything because I feel like crap. If you're wondering, it's not Ryan Gilbert's wedding. No, nobody wants to marry that trash. Sticking with the... Uh, I, I want everyone to know I do love Ryan Gilbert. The theme. <laughs> Even though he's a... Whatever. Go ahead. Of Ryan Gilbert and tacos from J from J Bowl and PSU. If you had to come up with a dream taco at Taco Lucha or a dream burger at So Long Saloon, what would it be? And it can't be a taco burger that they already have. Well, they used to do. They don't have it anymore. They used to have a Southwest chicken taco that I absolutely loved. It was kind of nice and not too spicy and had a lot of flavor to it. And they stopped that. And then I thought, hey, maybe it's on the secret menu. Did you know Taco Lucha has a secret menu? Mm-hmm. I personally yeah, think some... all the tacos suck on it. <laughs> there's a picture a of it. Of... You can Google you can Google Taco Lucha's secret menu, and there's some random picture from like ten years ago on Pinterest. It's still there, and it's still there, and yeah. it's 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 real. It is the secret menu, but it's real. I would add this. I, I would have a shrimp taco on the menu mm-hmm. every day at Taco Lucha. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there's a good reason why you know storage and t- shrimp handling of seafood and all that. But man, stinks up your restaurant. Does not. And it takes people like me who don't like seafood away. See, I had the fish tacos. I actually went in there last night after okay. K-State baseball game, and I really like the fish tacos. They're really good. What's interesting is so long has a fried mm-hmm. fish taco. I have not had that yet. And then Taco Lucha has the fresh fish taco. Well, I don't know how fresh it is. It's the, the baked fish taco. Yeah. Uh, so long, I'd probably just make a giant obnoxious burger. You can do that. I know you already. can do that. That's the amazing thing about Solong. You can just build your own burger. I'm not going to copy anybody, but there's another specific bar and grill that's based, sadly, out of Lawrence, that has a really good burger that involves like melted like um, cheese babies. Like <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was out of Lawrence. <laughs> I think. Never mind. Not that one. Okay. Um, that has a yeah. It's like kind of like melted like beer cheese on the burger, and it's on sourdough. I don't know. It's really good. Pretty good. And I get it every time I go there. And I believe there's an onion ring on it as well. So is this place rhyme with Ronnie's? It does. That I would like to come to Manhattan, even though they're the KU. Correct. Place. Correct. Started off there in Kansas City. So I would say something with like 
a different kind of cheese because I feel like at so long all the burgers just have like normal cheese on it. Right. So like maybe something different like that. Like some cheese that's filled with beer and it's drunk, so it yes. just kind of slobbers all over your burger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm in on that. Uh. I wouldn't make a taco for Taco Lucha. It would be a burrito, but I just want to build my own burrito. And I would put some sort of beans on the menu that isn't bean dip. Sorry, I farted. Mm, that is true. Actually have beans and rice. Yeah, that's that's my thing. I would say have like, rice. I'm going to be so. Gilbert here and say, but it's not a your typical Mexican restaurant. Because typical Mexican restaurants, you get chips and salsa for free. That is a paid appetizer at Taco Lucha. You also get beans and rice on the side. You do not get that at Lucha. So I will make the argument that it is a taco restaurant, not a Mexican restaurant. Nah, you can get taco. You can get beans and rice at most taco restaurants. So I'm sorry. I understand. I wish. Jay Humes, if you are listening to this, Rob Good, any other managers, you should have. Sombrero day for the bartenders every day Ryan Gilbert works. <laughs> Period. That, he'd look fantastic in it. Is it he was, serving beans and rice? Because I want some beans and rice. We have to make him wear a mustache, too. Oh, that's good. Wow. Oh, I like it. Just full on. This this was canceled. better than the answer to the actual question. And play. No, but he, like, they should have a full on mariachi band, too. I think that that is a no doubt. Must have. Where, where would they stand? They would stand in the back. Just like when the pep band comes on Friday nights during football season and they play, you just stick the mariachi band in the back. Back of the outdoors? Yep. It's, out, it's patio. And you make Ryan play in the mariachi band. I think that'd be good. Could you imagine? And trying to play his little mariachi instrument while his mustache is falling off. Yes. I'm all in on this. Hell yes. Make it happen, Lucha. Next question comes from... Uh, me, GPC underscore Cole. <laughs> what are we doing here? Hey, I said we were running low. It is the it is the final week of school next week, in case you didn't know. In honor of that, what did your class do for their senior prank when you were in high school? We. <laughs> we took the wheels off of everyone's covered wagons. It was just the best. It was, and then that one time, uh, my friend David let the Velociraptor go in the hallways because we had dinosaurs out in the parking lot. Oh, it was so funny. What about your other friend Jesus? The Jesus, yeah. Oh, he just he was up. He was the best at parties. He was the best. We just could, unlimited wine. Yeah, just yeah. all the time. Just I'll bring the water. Jesus is like, oh, I gotcha. Little Jesus wink. Did you actually have a senior <laughs> prank? I don't remember one. No, I don't. I, we, I was I was a good boy. I was class president, so I would not take part in a senior prank. I was too busy kissing ass with the administration. I can relate to that, yeah. Zach. I don't think we had one. It was just always like you'd talk about like the great ones where it's like you get three pigs and you paint them one, two, and four, so you think that three's running around still somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, we didn't. I don't think. I don't think there was anything that was actually good or endorsed by the majority of the senior student body. There was. I want to say that there was some people that tried doing something on the commons that it was just like, no, that's not a prank and it's not funny. We so. had multiple, but for my class, I don't know if it was like a class prank, as it was just like a few kids like just thought thought it was going to be funny sticking with the mariachi band theme at lunch on like one of the final days for seniors 
they hired a mariachi band to come into the school and follow the principal around for like four hours. That is really funny. So like he came in at the, lunch. The administration had to be in on this. Everybody except for the principal. Right. Knew. I mean, someone had to get these guys permission <laughs> yeah. to walk around the school. And so it started at lunch and he's down there, you know, doing whatever. And here comes the mariachi band playing. And he's like, like so freaked out about what's happening. And then they just walk up to him and start playing for literally the whole time. And he's like trying to walk around and they're following him and so then he leaves the commons and they follow him throughout the whole entire school for like four hours and it was the best i thought that was amazingly hilarious that's pretty good i'm i went to high school in the 80s i graduated in 82 um so as a prank we i don't know if it's a senior prank we shipped in like a kilo of fine cut miami cocaine that was (laughs) That is an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I dressed up in Miami Vice because um, so, I had hair. I had Don Johnson hair. So yeah, it was, it was, let's move on. <laughs> did did they ever threaten to like not let you walk at graduation if you? Did oh yeah, stuff like that. Oh yeah, there was a bunch of pranks like that. I don't think that Manhattan High uses threatening walking at graduation as a punishment. We had a kid. We had a kid that actually didn't walk at graduation because he wore a T-shirt that was like absolutely ridiculously awful, and yeah, mm. to and they didn't let to him walk. graduation. No, to school on the last day, and they didn't let him walk. This is ridiculous. But it was the right call. Like if you if you, I'll tell you when we're done recording, and it was the right call. I cannot say it on the air, but it was the right call. Okay, um, it wasn't just some high schooler being edgy and you couldn't roll your eyes at it. No. What would be worse, not letting you walk or making you run in graduation? <laughs> Look, we're, we're going to let you attend graduation, but you can't walk. You must run in your cap and gown. Actually, it'd be more efficient. It would be. <laughs> get, us, get us out of there quicker. I, I think that not making somebody walk at graduation is the greatest gift. I think that making somebody sit in graduation is the punishment. Yeah. That's the worst. Now, that we, is the worst four hours of my life that I've ever experienced. Four hours? That's two hours for high school and two hours for college. Okay. K-State was quick, <laughs> efficient. The College of Ed, it was easy. We're out of there in literally like less than 90 minutes. It was amazing. High school, same way. You only had a certain amount of tickets. Like they said, clap at the end. But my grandparents are in Colorado right now for my cousin's high school graduation. They got to the stadium. It's outside. They got to the stadium. It's a decently big school. They got to the stadium at like 530. Graduation started at 6. They didn't leave till 10 o'clock. Oh, that's awful. 10 o'clock. That is ridiculous. You know, I think it's interesting that your graduation for the College of Education was efficient and brief uh, because you will spend the rest of your lives not being efficient and brief in the classroom. <laughs> You're very right. It's kind of There's a lot of irony there. Speaking of teachers, Big Sam, shout out to Big Sam. He's also a teacher. Uh, He says, if you have to build one, quote unquote, tourist attraction for Manhattan, a la St. Louis's Gateway Arch or Paris's Eiffel Tower, what would it be? And what would be the type of person that would go out of their way to to even plan a vacation just to see it? I've got it. And I've wanted the city to do this. That building they built for the Flint Hills Discovery Center is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And it's got that big glass column that looks like a tornado. And I have told them nobody has a tornado museum in this damn state. Do you know how many tourists go down I-70 who don't know what tornadoes are like or what they do or how they form? or And 
Again, that is supposed to be an educational building. Well, that is educational. But instead, you can learn about grass. And while I love the tall grass prairie, and I certainly love the Flint Hills with my soul, I never want to leave it, nobody is stopping for a grass tour museum thing. Well, you might stop for a grass tour. Well, that's a different thing. That's called a dispensary, <laughs> and they're not legal in the state of Kansas. Um, yeah, I think we should just own the tornado. People, well, we haven't really had many tornadoes. I don't care. But people, when they think of Kansas, they think of tornadoes, especially right. especially when the Wizard of Oz you Museum is it. right down the road. And then you can at both places. Yeah. You can cross-promote. Hey, head over to Wamego. It's Is it Wamego or Wam, Wam, Wamago? Wamega. 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 Is it, is it like, is like Yingling? Wamego. <laughs> Um, <laughs> head over on over to Wamego and see the Wizard of Oz Museum. Oh, Dad, can we? And down twenty four they go. The tourism dollars at work. I much rather have a fifty million dollar grant for that kind of thing rather than an a, I don't know, a pharmacy outside of a football stadium or something. I don't know what's going on. Daphne is currently holding hands with Zach. It's a little weird. So, what about a K State Sports Museum? Well. In all seriousness, and I'm going to do a DD on it since we have a Kansas senator right. who can't tell the difference between athletic facilities and non-athletic facilities. And this is supposedly going to promote tourism. I want the Kansas State, not the state, Kansas State University Sports Hall of Fame built into the side of Bramlage Coliseum. And that's the tourist part of the $50 million grant and another $150 million raised to fix Bramlage Coliseum. But now that they've said it's okay for tourism, take advantage of it. And you want to know what? I bet you that schmuck would vote against it. Probably. Even though he's a K-Stater. Because uh, we caught him in a lie. The second part of this question, what would be the type of person that would go out of their way or even plan a vacation to see it? If we're sticking with the tornado Fitz. theme here. Mm -hmm. Fitz would see it. Oh, you're the there would be people that would come from around. If there was a tornado museum and the Wizard of Oz museum and it was tied into that, there would be people that say, hey, no, that's, let's go to a no, K-State football Tying those game. together is campy. That is not cool. But there's people who do it, though. The tornado museum can stand on its own. Well, they don't really stand. Yeah, it's a little tough. There would be uh, people that would come to a K-State game and say, on Sunday, we're going to go do this. We're going to come down for a game and then we're going to go do this on Sunday. There'd be people that would do that. I really believe that. How many people do you think have stopped at the Evil Knievel Museum in Topeka? There's an Evil Knievel Museum in Topeka. Well, they're moving it to Vegas because that's where it should be. Well, you know, when I think but of Evil Knievel, I think of Topeka, Kansas. Kansas. Well, Apparently, it takes like four hours to go through the thing. That's what happened to me at the Johnny Cash Museum in in Nashville. We went to a thing and it was a little yeah, – because it's not very big, but it's so well done and efficient. I think at the time I said – Anyone in charge of a K-State Sports Hall of Fame <clears throat> needs to go see the Johnny Cash Museum and how efficient they were with their space and how engaging all of the things were. That's like the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum oh, in Kansas City. Oh, it's incredible. City. And it's, it's getting a big like expansion. That. And it's, uh, I hope the new stadium, if they build it, which they won't, is going to be right there. It all deserves to be together. Mm -hmm. But question. I'm dead serious. The number of tourists that go up and down I-70 from spring to early fall is astonishing and if you could come up with an idea of things to stop at and promote it as a state you've got the the rolling hills 
zoo down outside of Salina that's absolutely amazing for what it is. And you could just build these things. You got uh, in Russell, you've got the Matt Walters statue that uh, you go pee on. Don't forget the uh, he, that has to be mentioned with the Eisenhower museum oh, oh yeah i don't know if you know this uh but it's a it's a whole museum in abilene for milton eisenhower the former president of kansas state university oh, yeah exactly i right. i don't know if that's right well who, i mean what other eisenhower is there jeez mm. good question big sam thanks dwight from Powercat Mama, which Aggieville establishment from days gone by do you think would do well if brought back now? For me, there are so many I miss. Hibachi Hut, Dak Horse, Pyramid Pizza. Come on, Dak Horse. Did you say, did you say Dak Horse? Dark. Oh, I thought there was a ty- typo. Dark, what, dark Horse. You dark thought horse. Dak Prescott had a bar? Maybe. With his, it, it, it was a picture of him riding a horse. Is it EG's? Is that? the horses riding against? Oh, boy, I forgot about EG's. That's EG's? A, that's a... No, not that. Varney's, the palace. No, no disrespect no. to Varsity. He said, she says, I just get in nostalgic for Ballard's every once in a while. No. 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 What? You know what I like about Ballard's is that sometimes when people get arrested at Johnny Cause in the paper, it says the, the address was Ballard's Boarding Goods. Just, <laughs> you got an MIP at Ballard's, huh? Like, <laughs> okay, you're going to have to inform me of all these places because the only place that I even remotely know is Varney's and kind of Pyramid Pizza. But you're going to have to tell me where all these places were because I have absolutely no idea. Pyramid Pizza was worth so long. Okay. I think I knew that. Ballard's was the local sporting goods store. Back in the day, everyone had a local sporting goods store. I grew up in Salina. It was Knight Sporting Goods. Everyone had one, and Ballard's was Manhattan's. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just one of those things is you had Walmart come in that had sporting goods and then a Target and then eventually, you know, Dick's. Once you can get shoes from Dick's and wherever else. And online. It's it's kind of a shame, but it's just part of the evolution of retail. Um, I... Where was this at? Johnny Cause. Johnny Cause. Really? It was, it was smack dab in the middle of Aggieville. Yeah. Yeah. Was this so? This was. Did Rusty's last chance go in after this place, or was there? No, any, no. The, you're thinking oh, the yard house. Johnny Cause. No, Johnny oh. Cause. Okay. Like house party. <coughs> yep. Okay. Bon, you know, I think what Axe to Grind is now, or mm-hmm. you know, the Axe to Grind place. Okay. That whole thing was Ballard's mm. for a time. I don't know. You know, I'm very nostalgic for some of the old bars. Dark Horse was wonderful. I mean, it was a cool place. Which one is that? That's a loud drinking. I think that's Daphne. Um, uh, Brothers was a really cool bar. Basically, where Tasty China House is now. But they were there was a lot more dive bars back then. And I don't know if that really plays. There was a, a standalone bar back in the parking lot that uh, now is no longer a parking lot for what a mess uh, called uh, sports fanatic and mother's worry were the two different renditions of it, but it was, it was big and it had room for a band and um, yeah. But I think also I, I kind of miss uh, longhorns when they were actually having con- really pretty good country music come in there. Not that the hat doesn't, mm-hmm. the hat does, but it, it was more centralized in Aggieville. It was cool. Uh, to come down to Aggieville and you'd have this giant tour bus right. parked right on the street. And it's actually someone you had heard of. You know, I, I remember Pat Green came in there literally the week that his song hit number one on the charts. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I kind of miss that part of it. But, you know, everything evolves. And now the whole purpose of Aggieville is a little bit different. 
Uh, we'll, we'll see what all the construction pans out to be. More dive bars would be great, though. Well, you just lost one in the loo. That's sad. Sad. Well, it'll come back in some form somewhere. Sure. Dive bars we want to go to. Yeah. There's people that enjoyed oh, Aggie Lounge. Really. That's absolutely. fine. It was too small, though. Right. But that's part of what made it like the dive bar was you walk in and it literally looks like you're being transported back to when every single person was at K-State. When they went there, it looked the exact same. No matter if you went in the 80s, if you went in the 90s, 2000s, or the 2010s, 20s, whenever, it looked the exact same. Now, that's not necessarily a good thing, but that's why people enjoyed it. It was just a nostalgia of, hey, I remember being here when I was in college and it looks the exact same. So do you consider Annie Mays a dive bar? Yeah, now I do because in Aggieville, there's just nothing else really like it. Like, what are you going to go? You're going to either have to go to Taco Lucha or so long soon if you just want to go sit down at a bar where there's not a ton of people and loud music. If you don't, if you don't want that, you have to go to Annie Mays. Really, that's I think Annie Mays and Rockabilly. And Rock- I count and I count Rockabilly yeah. as a dive. Yeah, I'd agree. Smaller joint and unique. That's a dive to me. Yeah. Well, it's a staple. Like I, I don't. Th- yeah, and I don't a, think and you being count, a staple. I don't think you count like Mojos and McCools and some of these new places. Like right. I guess you can kind of say it's like that, but like the, for the for people who have been to Manhattan, they'll recognize yeah. Annie Mae's and Rockabilly. So yeah, I think that really those two are the only ones like that. I mean, that's just kind of how I feel. Yeah, but I, I agree. This question, I'd go Pyramid Pizza. I vaguely remember it from my childhood. But usually we just got pizza. I'm going to say Jeff's Pizza. I know we talk about that on like every overtime, but we need pizza by the slice in Aggieville. We do need pizza by the slice, but Jeff's died a worthy death. (laughs) I still don't understand why, why a certain establishment that was built to make pizza by the slice doesn't figure out a way to sell it. They'll leave their oven on and close their bar if you want to mm-hmm. and sell pizza. Why don't you just do it at a window? A Literally window. just work out at a window. They should wall off the – you know how there's like the extra room where the mm-hmm. kitchen is? They just need to wall that off. They and build- that's all just kitchen and to go. I don't understand. What do I know? Yep. A lot. You know a lot, Fitz. Thanks. The humans will be back with more of the Overtime Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Overtime. Speak humans. Next question comes from Jay Bowl in PSU. That guy again? This is, a, this, is a, this is a real one that we have to talk about. With the possibility of the Arizona Coyotes moving to Kansas City, yes. should they keep the name... The coyotes, or what should they replace it with? Coyotes. Uh, uh, no, is it coyotes <laughs> or coyotes? Coyotes. Uh, I think they should keep it the same, but apparently they're going to move to Houston because it's such a great market for hockey. Is that like? But that's not like a done deal. Like I thought they talked about like trying to keep them in Arizona and like build. Oh it yeah, they want to stay in Arizona. But look, the team's going to pretend like they're going to stay in Arizona, right? And they're gonna, like, I saw a poll. They're like, where should we move to? And they're like, Scottsdale. 
And I, I don't think that they're going to stay in Arizona. No, they can't. I mean, the, the, the voters made it pretty clear. I was impressed the voters did that. Um, yeah, as I get older, I get a little more cynical about building giant athletic facilities for sports teams that I don't know if they bring you the money. It would do well in Kansas City. I think they would mostly funded by the owners. The only thing that they were voting on was cleaning up the the landfill it was going to go on, and they're going to have to clean up the landfill anyway. Right? Like it's well. Here's my thing: it's kind of dumb. In my dark, twisted mind, I'm convinced that the entire downtown stadium play while the team tanks is all a ploy to move the team. That first, let me get that out on the table. There is also the a clause. Schools. There is a clause, though, that says the Royals cannot move. Within the organization, there is a clause, because I have looked into this, that says the organization cannot move. The, John Sherman, when he bought the team, there was a clause that said you cannot move the team. So he would have to sell the team in order for the team to move. Oh, Let I it guarantee be known. you there's a way to break that. Uh, but um, but with, I agree. With I'm that with looming, I think adding a, making sure Kansas City has at least two major league sports is important. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be Green Bay. Who else is just a football only? Jacksonville. There's actually a lot of... One team only cities, but Kansas Oklahoma City, is, City, Portland, Kansas City's Salt too Lake big City. for that. Like when you compare them to the size, the market size of some of these other places that only have one professional sports team. What Nashville? Are they comparable to Kansas City? I think Nashville's no, Nashville's but they have two. Big. I guess they have Nashville's going to get a baseball team in the next go around. They will MLB expansion, or they'll have the Royals. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. They I have to move them out of their division. They're actually better located there. I think that when the A's move to Vegas, Charlotte and Nashville or Montreal. Montreal's been on the docket for Major League Baseball. They need to go back. I I, want to point out that while I'm normally opposed to taxpayers spending a lot of money, I'd like to see the team owners have some skin in the game. I'm all in favor of it in Las Vegas because these people don't have taxes hardly at all. They, they live off the gambling receipts of all of mm-hmm. us who visit. Can't you pay for – look, I think the football stadium was excessively expensive, but you know what? They, they have a lot of uses out of that. And this location of the baseball field is absolutely incredible. I haven't seen it. Whole, it's right on the strip. I mean, I just stayed there uh, two summers ago. Well, one summer ago, um, and it's the Tropicana, which is right across the street from MGM. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a existing footbridge where you go up over the road to get you walk right into the MGM from that side. It's going to be right in the middle of the strip. It's an absolutely incredible location, folks. That's that's going to benefit you a lot. You you don't have taxes because of all the gambling receipts that come in. You build a arena with <clears throat> 81 home dates or a stadium with 81 home dates, and baseball fans don't typically travel, but you will be the exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? I want to go spend three days in Vegas. Hey, how about when the Royals are in town? Stay at the MGM and walk across. Unbelievable. And those special hotel taxes, you're the one that's paying for the stadium. You got so it. it's. Yeah, I mean, they're going to – Vegas fairly quickly or will have all four major sports. It's absolutely incredible. So do we think, though – I mean, if theoretically the Coyotes do move to Kansas City, do they keep the name answering? Oh, absolutely. I think 
I don't know. I mean, they don't they don't go back to the Scouts. That's for sure. It's not a bad name for Kansas City. Well, like it's, it's yeah, it's fine. It sounds good, and it it's regional. I mean, yeah, you have them here too. I would I would say if you're not going to get an NBA team, I wouldn't be opposed. Well, I guess the Kings are already in Sacramento, but there could be some rebranding. You know, the Kansas know. City basketball team should be the Monarchs. Right, they hundred percent. The Kansas City Monarchs is the basketball. Well, it would make. Is there a, is there a Kings hockey team? Uh, yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, LA it's Kings. LA Kings. Okay, yeah. that's right. Sacramento is NBA. Yeah, no, right. well, you go with my idea. The Frozen Fountains. Oh, the Frozen Fountains is the greatest idea. It's a little wordy, but the logo would be incredible. Yeah, it could be. It'd look like a minor league team, but it'd be incredible. I just think you have to have like. That'd be great connection with the market. I, I think you're, you need to stick with, like, the leaders. Like, you have the chiefs who are, like, obviously, like, the, he right. was, you know, the mayor of the Kansas City. That's how they got their name. And chief also serves as, like, Native Americans, you know, right. head. You have the royals who, I mean, it, it, it was the Crown Royal Barbecue originally why they got their name. But it's kind of people think of it as, like, the royals in England and is they got the American, crown. Isn't it American royal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did I say? Crown royal. Oh. <laughs> You know where my mind's at. Yeah, today. it's Friday. Uh, and then um, you had the monarchs, right? So yeah. again, I know it, it is a so, theme. It's just hard to come up with something. Yeah. So like, if they had something like that, I don't know what they'd be. That's why I said kings, but you can't do that, obviously. Can't be, you can't be the senators. Is there a uh, yeah? That wouldn't Ottawa. Make sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's not our problem. Not our problem, but I like frozen fountains a lot. I do too. I might own the domain. Did you see Mahomes tweet about them? Yeah, absolutely. And did you see the response from some Arizona sports reporter? No. She said, "Why don't you worry about keeping your little brother out of jail instead of worrying about our hockey team?" Wow, that is really unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. Even even from a guy who who is a jerk on Twitter sometimes, that's bad. And I actually had a buddy who quoted who quote tweeted that and said, "Why don't you worry about your family too?" And found a log of how her one of her um, family members was charged with like possession of some nice illegal drug. good yeah. good it's like good for him. Call him out. I don't like bullies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, you really Senator think you're going to get at Mahomes? Come on now. Yeah, no doubt. Come on now. Next question comes from CFI'd. What's the best wife? CFID. No. That's what it is. No. Is it really? It really is. CFID. He told me once. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. CFID. Okay. Um, what's the best Wi-Fi network you've seen in Manhattan or traveling around? What do you mean by that? I have like a name, best, like a name. Fastest? Oh, a name. Oh, a name. name. That's what oh, I see. that's what you mean. Okay. FBI surveillance van eight or something. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, one of my neighbors was two girls, one router. That's <laughs> If you don't understand that reference, don't, 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 worry don't. About it. just go with it. Let me see here. What do we, what do we got here? Dog room is pretty good. Yep. That's, that's my Wi-Fi. the dog room. I feel like the era of having custom funny named Wi-Fi is done. Why? No, I mean like it, it, it was a trend and now it's not. That's why. It was trendy. It was cool. And now it's just like I'm just going to use AT&T yeah. and nine numbers and one of my neighbors one of my neighbors in Kansas City was like F off or like something like that or like something stupid. Uh yeah, well, someone around here has a pretty good one, but I can't it's not I'm we're down in the basement, so we have very good Wi-Fi down here because the router is literally right next to coal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm not getting any of the outside neighborhood ones. I don't know. We've seen – well, <laughs> what was the Wi-Fi network of bombshells? Uh, was it like something stupid too? Yeah, it was. 
It was hack Fitz's phone. I don't know. Even though it wasn't. <laughs> Damn you, Ryan Gilbert. Damn you. No, the Wi-Fi thing is it's interesting. I don't know. But yeah, I don't I this, this really. is going nowhere for me. I'm not. I'm not really thinking of a Wi-Fi network. I just I like the government surveillance. Those are always good. I They're usually wish. unlocked too, so that way that yeah. I'm like I'm not putting a password on this. What's the Wi-Fi called? Aggieville Free Wi-Fi actually work? It's terrible. I don't understand it. They need to. Um, they need to ask their provider, whom I love, to put in boosters around the entire district. Or why don't you just have separate <clears throat> businesses have their own Wi-Fi too? I kind of like the idea that you got a free Wi-Fi. You can walk around Aggieville and be plugged into it. And plus, then businesses, and I don't know, have, I, I'm not sure. I just think a district should offer good Wi-Fi. It sucks, though. You can't even use it. You can't. It's unusable. And it's the most usable Wi-Fi um, provider I've ever had. Hmm. It's reliable. It never goes down. Although, I'm, I'll say this. I'm on AT&T at home, and I have hardly any downtime. Rarely. But of course, I've got fiber running Shill. directly into my my router. Shilling for big fiber. Big fiber. Man, I love fiber. I sent you two gigs the other day of video files in like 15 seconds. It was crazy. Sent me two gigs. <laughs> it actually went. I could hear it. Oh, that wasn't a good sound. I, I made the Texas A&M hand signal. Thank you. It's, yeah, the, the hand signals don't work on podcasts. Are we ready for the next question? <laughs> I just added my own hand signal. Go ahead. From Chris six six two zero four, aka zip code Chris, according to Zach. Yes. If you had to be known for a phrase, trust the process. The board man gets paid. Cash rules everything around me. What would it be? Also, for a board, for bonus points, Fitz, do you know where all of these names that he mentioned come from? No, I don't. Why would I trust the processes from a, a process server in Arizona? Eh. I don't know. Though I know trust the process from the Sixers when they yeah, that's the whole the, Sixers thing. Yep, the board man gets paid. You know what that is? No, I don't even know that one. That is Kawhi Leonard. He's he uh, after he signed his deal, he just got up on the mic. He said, "Board man gets paid." Okay, because he gets a, a lot of rebounds. Yeah, whatever. I don't. Do you know cash rules everything around me? Please tell me you know. No, this I one. don't know that because uh, Johnny Cash said it and he was before me. Zach, no, tell us. That's the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, that, that's why I don't know it. Yeah, I'm from everything America. around me. I'm from America. Get, 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 get the money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine probably is uh, get the hell away from me, man. That's probably my favorite. Uh, you can't putt for dough if you can't get the ball to the green. Also, you're not playing for any dough. I, I like the it is what it is. Uh, I use that a lot because it's a good life motto. It is what it is. You can't change it. It just is. I'd probably go with that. Also, bite me. That's another one I like. You don't like cash rules, everything around me? No, I don't. I can't believe you guys didn't know what that is. Well, I don't that even, offends no. me. Why would that offend you? It's a Wu-Tang Clan gang freaking weirdos do you know when the wu-tang clan like you know anything about them no no other no there was a rap group out of new york in the 90s okay great for them i didn't listen to 90s rap because i was a child well i wasn't even alive but i know what that means mm, well chris thank you for including this chris I, i'm so mad at you 
still going to change your name when you least expect it. You're going to sign on one morning in the middle of the summer, just minding your own business. Maybe you just took the dog for the walk and everything seems happy. You're sipping your coffee and you're going to sit down in front of your computer. You're going to sign on and realize my screen name is Zip Code Chris. (laughs) And you're going to hear the sound of my voice. Gotcha. Are we ready for the final question? Yeah. From Dr. J54, give each Big 12 team a new mascot that is reflective of their or their fans' character. This is a great – can we start, Can we just do the this Big 12 that we have right now because I feel like – No, I want to do BYU right now. It's uh, the sodas. Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with wow. that. Wow. That's bad too. I was really worried about it. Especially after so, I thought you were going to go somewhere no, completely. They're the soda pops. I'm sure they're not super soakers? <laughs> no, I don't think uh, – I think BY, uh, excuse me, uh, Baylor should be the praying mantises. Oh, no. Baylor, uh, they need to be a little bit different than that. Come on now. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to be I know we have some respect for Jerome Tang and the staff from Baylor, but there's a lot worse things that we can The Baylor rulers make sure there's one foot away. Keep some separation. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, actually, I think TCU's is perfect. I think Oklahoma State's is perfect. Um, Right? I mean, come TCU? On. Come on, we can come up with some. TCU, like, they just need to be like, can we just call them the TCU Johnson Countyans? Because that's exactly what I get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, the TCU Johnson Countyans. Yeah, TCU elites. Yes. Now, I'm not calling out people from Johnson County. I am from Johnson County. But every time I watch uh, TCU. I got, I got TCU is a, is a 2015 Toyota Camry. <laughs> that is. I just, is I exactly. hate. Like, I hate. Everything about TCU. Oh, I. No. I didn't. St- that hasn't no. been happening until recently. But I want. Like, I want to let you know something. I guarantee you the people at TCU would look down on Johnson County. Oh yeah. 100%. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. Oklahoma West, State for a cowboy. I get it. Can we just call them like West Virginia Moonshiners? Actually, I think that'd be fun. Um. Shiners. Yeah, the Shiners. How can we just call like Oklahoma the Oklahoma State Cable News Networks? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> uh, I like the fact. I don't like it. I find it notable that Oklahoma State's the Cowboys and Oklahoma's the Sooners. Both, yeah, both are kind of the same thing. But exactly, both of their mascots are a salute to infringing on Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Go state of Oklahoma. Um, in all reality, Kansas State should be the Bison. I truly, I've always said that the Great Plains were the home of the Bison, not Colorado with the Buffaloes. They should Kansas State should be the Bison. I think KU's mascot is historically relevant. It is. I think it's fine, and I think more birds should, should wear, wear buckles on their shoes. No, shoes. but okay. Also, did though, you see my reply? Yeah, I did. Why are I they was not? reading it? I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, that's what the about joke. the Kansas Free Staters? Uh, that's I lame. I don't mind it. I, if you want to talk about historical, at relevance, least you're on the relevance. right side of that argument. Yeah. Cincinnati Skylines. Oh, absolutely. If Missouri was in the con- if Missouri was in the conference, they have to be known as Missouri Bushwhackers. Mm. Do you know do you understand that yep. reference? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. How about the Missouri Bald Knobbers? Yeah, what is a bald knobber? Isn't that a place in Branson? 
Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's like a people. They were like vigilantes, I think, in the in southwest Missouri. Hmm. It's a, it's a, oh, go dark. go right fire in the hole and you'll figure it out. It's creepy. What, what else we got here? We got uh, Texas Tech. UCF uh, should be the Citronauts. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's a real one. That's actually what they should be. I know. The Texas Tech cacti. There's no good ones out in Lubbock. No, but did you do you remember last year when they got into that fight with TCU and they just used oh, yeah, the cactus as Cact- the middle finger? Well, yeah, they do. They do like the cactus. I, I'm kind of forgetting what the name of it. What's a dust storm called? Uh, uh Harum. I can't a dust storm. totally spacing off. That's what Texas Tech should be because they actually have them in Lubbock. Uh, who else are we forgetting here? Uh, Houston. Um, should probably be the uh, the Houston the inner and outer loops. <laughs> Couldn't it be the sprawl? Yeah, uh, the sprawl. Yeah. Can we just take a minute to realize that Houston has Dana Holgerson as their football coach and Kelvin Sampson as their basketball coach, and those two people could not be more opposite? Uh, I don't agree with that. I think they're no. both people that uh, are sketchy in a way that I would enjoy being around them for a night of drinking. Okay, that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, Texas should be the bridge bats. Oh, absolutely. Why don't you just call them the Texas Tito's? Oh. The Texas Yetis? <laughs> We're just going to go dude? full corporate. <laughs> um, well, Texas is also snobby and rich, and I feel like maybe you could like play off of that. I feel like Tito's isn't snobby no, and rich it's not, enough. Though. I, I do think the Texas Salt Licks. <laughs> I think Texas baseball should have bat uniforms. Like a, you know, it's oh, the bats. Oh, I was like thinking baseball. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. One of the oh, greatest, the Congress Street about. Bridge. The Congress Street Bridge was built as a bat sanctuary. Well, it was built, yeah. it, not intended. It was No, the original one wasn't intended. This one was oh, built that way. Okay. And millions of bats live under it. And at sundown they go streaming out in this incredible black ribbon it's amazing to watch and then if you're back in the morning which you know that's not me they come in from the other direction streaming in to go to sleep for the night but the effect is texas or excuse me austin doesn't have bugs they just don't. These damn things clean out mosquitoes, everything. You can watch them if you're downtown at night. You can see them up by the lights, swooping down into the light to grab it. I would have a bad house in a second if I had water around me. Well, you, you're sticking with that theme, if the baseball team is the bats, then the football team has to be the acrobats uh-huh. because of a specific situation that happened last year involving a special teams coach and maybe a monkey mm. and that was an acrobatic more than dancer last year right? that was a couple years That's no that was last year no. that was la- not this past year but the year before what's what's her what's, suicide what's her i can't remember I don't know. you know what i'm talking yeah, about absolutely. we know the story okay. yeah just okay uh texas a&m should be the freaking weirdos there we go the cult masters mm. there we go these Texas A&M Stolen Valors. Oh, I like that. The Texas A&M Fake Aggies, because K-State was first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Now I'm into the non-Big 12 members that used to be, but Nebraska and the Cornhuskers seems ideal, but no. They, they probably need to be like the N- Nebraska 1990ers. <laughs> <laughs> the 90ers. <laughs> Because that's 
when they're glory ended. Yeah, the ni- 95ers. The 95ers? Yeah. The Nebraska, Nebraska 95ers. The Nebraska, there's nothing here. I had some. Psycho, sand dunes. psycho Nebraska fan just going off on me about how the Big 12 will be irrelevant. And I'm like, dude, what are you even talking about? You went to the Big 10. You might have more money, but you are irrelevant. What I are you t- talking about? Well, we beat Iowa last year. I'm like, what would you do, score 10 points? It's amazing to me how like Nebraska fans still look down on K-State as like a little brother. And they're like, well, they're winning without all these four-star players. And, and if we just can get four-star players at Nebraska, we're going to be so much better than them now with this new coaching staff. But I'm happy for their success. Adrian, it's like, no, you're not. Adrian Martinez says hello. Yeah. You're not. I got news for you. Even if he hadn't gotten hurt, Kansas State would have been bowl eligible. <laughs> Big ding, ding, ding. Is that it? He got. He got. He got K State bowl eligible by himself, right? No, he won six games. Not quite five. Yeah, they did lose to Tulane. That's right. Close enough. Though. Didn't he come back. He played in the game. Uh, what was it? Uh, TCU. Iowa State? No, that was before the Oh, that's the right. That's okay. Hurt. Well, anyhow, no. I have no memory. That's it. Was that the last question? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like we forgot someone in the whole process here, but I'm... Iowa, Iowa State. State. Oh. Oh, Iowa State. You going to say it? Whirly Birds? I like Whirly Birds a lot. That's actually a pretty cool mascot. Uh, but uh, probably the uh, the bush lights. I was just gonna say, the awful bridges. <laughs> Iowa State bridges. I like. So we've got two bridges, hmm. the bridge bats and just the bridges. Yeah, I like the it. bridge corn. <sighs> the Cincinnati chilies. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. There's a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.